It's human connection. That's what it's all about. You have no idea who's going to come through your door and you have no idea the impact that you're going to make on someone's life when you have that small interaction with them, which I think is extremely powerful in the sense that people have made friends from the shop. I set my friend up with someone. They're now in a relationship. Oh my God, it's a matchmaking place they, as well. <laughs> they had their own business together. It's like a true love story. Hello and welcome to the More Rap podcast. I'm so excited to let you know today we have a lovely guest. Her name is Claire Cullen and she is the founder creator of the Fat Fox Cafe, which you'll find in Greystones, County Wicklow, but also in another place in Wicklow, Delgany. She's got a drive through cafe. She also has another little business, which is the Fox and the Flower, which makes beautiful cakes and more. And Claire has a great story. She tells us from the start when she started this business in her early 20s, her struggles um, from starting her business with her partner to now running it by herself. She is just amazing. And I think you're going to love the story. She has some great little tips in there, how she switches off and what's really important to her and all of the amazing connections that come from the Fat Fox Cafe, from people falling in love and um, to people creating businesses and so much more. I'll let you have a listen. But before we get into it, I think it's nice just to have a little stretch, a little stretch always. So wherever you are, I want you to find a nice tall spine, whether you're standing or sitting. And then on your inhale, take a big inhale through your nose and then on your exhale draw your chin right down to your chest and then if you can let one ear just slowly roll over to one shoulder maybe that left ear rolls over and we feel a little stretch in our right side of our neck send your breath here inhale and exhale and then slowly chin back to center and then let your ear go over to the other side all the way over feel the opening in the other side of the neck breathe in breathe out chin back to the chest down to the heart and when you're ready shrug those shoulders back take your head back up to neutral find a little smile and enjoy this conversation Welcome, Claire. Welcome Thank to you. the Mora Rap podcast. Love it. Delighted to have you here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Honoured. Yeah. Well, I feel like thank you for taking the trip. Are you? You're in Wicklow, are you? I'm in Greystones. Yeah. So not too far. Yeah. I think it was like 27 minutes. Oh, that was nice. Yeah. That was nice. So we're kind of yeah. Good time with traffic. Good time yeah, with traffic. Great time with traffic. Well, Claire, the reason why I wanted to get you on, I just feel like I actually followed you. I think I followed you, started following you around the lockdown time. Okay, yeah. Um, you're often having a bit of banter on your stories. Yes. Um, and then this summer, I actually did a sunrise event in Greystones. Yes. And then I went afterwards, hung out with a few friends. And then I went to the Fat Fox and had a lovely little experience there. And I was like, I'm going to get the owner, Claire, onto a podcast someday. So... Here I am. <laughs> yeah. And thank you for saying yes. Not at all. I like to support like women in business. And I think, yeah. I think if you support other people, it's easier for people to support you. It kind of like goes in circles. That's it. You know, yeah. whatever we put out, we attract. So thank you for supporting exactly. this podcast no today. Worries. Thank <laughs> you for having me. I'm very excited. Oh, cool. So I wanted to first see, I love to talk. So I'm going to try and let you talk today. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I'd love you just to introduce yourself and yes. introduce your business. Okay. So I am Claire Cullen of the Fat Fox. And I say that naturally and it's like... 
I say I am the fat fox or I am from the fat fox. Kind of goes hand in hand now. Yeah, I wouldn't say it defines me, but if someone even introduces me, it's like, oh, this is Claire from the fat fox. And I have a cafe a drive-through and then we have a little subsidiary business which is the Fox and the Flower which is like a celebration cake and wedding cake business. Amazing. So you've got your hands full. Yeah, kind of. Busy. But it's good busy. And then who am I? I would say, interestingly, that's, I would say, what, 90% of the people refer to me as? My close-knit people would be like Claire Bear or like the boss lady in work. (laughs) Or, you know, anti-Claire. So, like, there's two sides to me. There's the business side and then there's the, like, very other side that not a lot of people know. And yeah. that's, like, the goofy, silly side of me or the very vulnerable side. No. Which hopefully you'll see today. No, <laughs> I love that. And you know what? It's probably, like, I definitely find my work, I think people think that I am just yoga with Maura. Yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand. Yeah, and, like, people think that, like, that is you and it is me, but it's also not just me. Yes, totally agree yeah and I think when you have a business for a while it does it's not well it does consume you but you kind of become that so then and especially when you're online you have that front where like social media isn't always reality yeah <laughs> so yeah. you are that person to a lot of people but then it's nice when close people to you see the the real side of you yeah definitely and you know what even like the social media side, even though sometimes people say, when I'm, my husband's walking our dog, say hello to my dog from yes. my from my social media. Yeah. And, and it's just a bit mad. But I thought that a podcast could kind of like give the little inside bits. So you yeah. said that you're bubbly, goofy. Yeah. And like, I suppose I did for a very long time show a lot of the struggles, which I think was good. I've cried far too many times on Instagram. Oh, I love that though. <laughs> but it is, yeah. I think it is something that is kind of a glorious highlight reel. And I'm definitely an extremely goofy, funny, silly person. That if you do come into the cafe, you definitely do see it. Yeah. But then I do have, I suppose, a professional side to me as well. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe I really connected with you on Instagram because I've watched your kind of vulnerable side. Yeah, exactly. And when things were like going funny, I think it was more so when the drive through was, was starting and stuff, yes. you were like, oh my God, showing this. And then you'd show like little bits of your staff. Yeah. And you were always just looked like you were having the crack and your laugh. I just felt like I really <laughs> loved that. So you definitely did show that. You might even show a little bit more than I show sometimes. Yeah. Um, I go through snippets like of it. So do I. Yeah, I do. And like I think my personal life has changed a lot over the last two years so I've showed a lot less of that so I think for that reason I've probably pulled back a little bit on social media which has made me actually more present in my day-to-day life which I'm loving um, I love that yeah so I think a lot of the times for a long time I was doing things because people were so relying on a post every day or like yeah. a few stories every day. And I totally got lost in that, I wouldn't say fake world, but internet world. Yeah. And I wasn't as present. Whereas now I'm definitely more present and I'm so much happier for that. Yeah. So it is. No, I love that. And you know, it's an expectation. Like no one told you you had to do that. Oh yeah. And then we put this mad expectation on ourselves. Like, okay, I need to do this, this, this. And then it's stressing you out. You're feel like oh my god I'm doing this and your world is like based around it and then sometimes you have to be like okay no I actually don't need to do that (laughs) totally agree yeah definitely so it's nice I like not having to like post every day at seven o'clock or like make sure that I've had four or five stories up it's like I just do it when I want and that's it 
Yeah. yeah, love that, love that. So I have a few little questions because I know we'll just get talking. But one thing I wanted to ask, I feel like you kind of did just answer what I was going to say there. Who, How would others introduce you as bubbly, a bit of crack? Yeah, a bit of crack. I definitely have a seriously silly side. I love a good laugh. I think laughter is the key to many things. And I think that for me, once I'm laughing, I'm happy and I think the true side of me comes out and that's why I like when in work when I'm with just the staff or like a few comfortable people in the cafe like you really see the true side of me yeah um, because I think it's so good for the soul a hundred percent and like if you're happy you attract more happiness and exactly. just don't take yourself too seriously no and finding the little joy and the little things in life you know definitely not the scrolling so I'm just going to get my questions <laughs> because I'm going <laughs> to forget <laughs> um, but I suppose like one of the big questions for me was where did you get the confidence to just start a business was it like a long road of will I want to were you just a big coffee fan and you felt like I can bring something extra can you take me back to that year before the fat fox was born yeah so I would say my previous boss and like the last person I worked for her name was Claire as well she was Claire one I was Claire two (laughs) and she taught me a huge amount and she really gave me free reign of her business to kind of grow and she taught me a huge amount about the industry, about business. And I've been very lucky to have been surrounded by people in business my whole life. Yeah. So I think I always had the confidence to do it. I think one day it was like waking up and being like, do I want to work for someone for the rest of my life or do I want to do it for myself? And it was really that simple. Yeah. Um, and myself and my partner at the time, we went to L.A., And I'll never forget it. We were staying in downtown. And if you've been to LA, you know how vast it is. It is a big city. And to get across the city is like an hour and a half. And we woke up one day and I was like, I really want to go to this coffee shop. (laughs) It's in LA. Not saying that it was like an hour and a half drive. Yeah, yeah. So we got in an Uber and he was getting hangry and he was like, why the fuck? Can I curse? You can. Like, whatever. But why the hell? Why the hell? (laughs) I don't mind. Are we tracking or trekking the whole way across the city to go to this coffee shop? And I was like, I've seen it on Instagram. It looks really cool. Just please, can we go? So we went anyway. We arrived and it was spectacular. I go back every time I go to the city. It's just an incredible fit out the atmosphere is cool. And we sat down, we got our coffees, got cake and sat beside two gentlemen who we ended up talking to for, I would say, an hour and a half, two hours. Love that. One was a brain surgeon and one was a neuroscientist. Oh, sorry, no. One was a brain surgeon and one was a sales rep. And the sales rep was joking because he made more money than the brain surgeon. You would think that obviously a brain surgeon makes a fair bit of money. Yeah, I would just yeah. think they're at the top of the... Yeah, exactly. Top of the- but actually the sales rep made more money and like they went to college together and they were kind of joking about this and they asked us what we did I was like oh I work in like a cafe and Rob was a carpenter and they were like all right okay cool and I was like but I really want to open my own business and they were like oh okay tell us about this so I told them my vision of opening a little cafe being very community focused and I sold them the dream which I believed in yeah I think when you believe in it yourself it just translates really well. Yeah. And they gave us great advice. And I left there and I was like, right, I'm going home to do this. Yeah. And it was that simple that once you believe in it yourself and it is 
that passion. I have such passion for the food industry, for the hospitality industry in general. And I definitely feel like it was a calling of mine. Yeah. And when you're in it for so long, it's that thing where you either do it for someone else or you do it for yourself. And after that trip, I was like, right, I'm I'm going to do it. And I, I think that that is a real entrepreneurial kind of mindset. And I think if you have that belief no one can stop you. Oh yeah, and, and I feel like for people, if you are thinking about starting a business and you kind of have a lot of doubt and a lot of, you know, will it, won't say, like I have to listen to those little voices as well. Yeah. Like for myself, I never had any doubt and I just knew I could make this happen, you know? Obviously there was days I had doubt, but I could see the bigger picture. But that's so interesting. Isn't it so funny that you tell a little story or you connect with two people and they maybe, yeah. even though they didn't do anything, you just told them what you were doing and you maybe you could see that they believed believed in you and then it gave you like a little bit more confidence yeah, and it's funny because I'd love to know who they are or where they are now because yeah. that was like eight years ago nearly nine and they made such an impact in my life and they'll never know that yeah <laughs> I'll, I'll pull a shout out. <laughs> hello any brain surgeon or salesman like they're never gonna hear it yeah but it was it would be just so cool to say this yeah. is where like we are now well, you never know. You, you might be know. back in LA Absolutely. someday and you, um, you know, you meet well, I'm them. I'm actually going in a couple of weeks, so you never know. Go back to the cafe at <laughs> the same time, just have, in case. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so then I came home and I was like, this is what we're going to do. And at the time, the plan wasn't to go into business with Rob, but it kind of just made sense. And it was yeah. really like having that extra person to bounce the ideas off and... He definitely was a bit of a more risk taker. I was definitely more the sensible Sally. Yeah. Uh, but it worked really, really well together. Yeah. And that's kind of the beauty of the start of it, where we were very opposite. But yet we just glided side by side with each other. And I think a key to a partnership in business, if you have two people in business that do the same thing and they have the same mindset, they might bang heads. Yes. You need to both bring it two different skills for it to work. Exactly. 100%. And that's how it started that's amazing. Yeah. So you started in, in Dublin city centre, didn't you? Yes. And then you moved out. Yeah. So we opened in 2016 on Camden Row, which is next door to Whelan's. Yeah. And then, yeah, that was challenging. <laughs> I was 24. It's like very 24 yeah, years. Yeah, very so young, young to be starting yeah. a business. Yeah, it's amazing um, though. And there was a lot of mistakes had then. And I think we definitely had the masses but we didn't make the money so that meant it didn't work and then for various reasons we ended up closing up and being in limbo for a couple of months yeah I would say six seven months which was extremely stressful because when you're still paying your business loan and you know bills are still coming out and there's money not coming and in there's money not coming in yeah it's like gets scary and I remember this is when we found the drive-through in Delgany, which was yeah. like the next step. And um, we had a few places that we had signed leases for or had fell through. And I'm so glad those places didn't work out. Yeah. Um, but we were from Greystones. It was like made sense to move closer to home. Like we were leaving at four o'clock in the morning to go into town. It was just like two hours in, two hours back in the traffic. It's bananas. It was like a lot of travel, your full day on your feet. It's huge tiring work yeah yeah um so we were moving close to home we got the drive-through and it was meant to be a pop-up and it was meant to be three months I and love that, that. Was it. <laughs> and four years later we're still there and we're still trucking through <laughs> and you're flying it yeah yeah so, and like, what I'm getting from like a lot of what you're saying here is that you are a believer in like the universe and everything that oh, happens yeah. for a reason everything happens for a reason and even when you are like at your lowest of your low and you're like 
why is this happening? There is a reason for it and it's just yeah. not meant to be. And that's totally okay. But you have to surrender to that nearly. A hundred percent and listen to the signs that are coming at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so then we ended up in Delgany. We opened and it was, I wouldn't say it was all plain sailing from there, but we're here now. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go get your drive through coffees in Delgany. Yes. And then your fat fox space in Greystones is absolutely beautiful right beside the sea yeah. there. It's so nice. So nice. Yeah. Lovely for a little weekend treat. Yeah. I have to say that the two places bring me so much joy. I'm so proud of them. Yeah. They're just, they're incredible. Spaces. No, love that. Love that. We got a little bit of the backstory. So I suppose like amongst all that, you've obviously come from a big yeah, place yeah. in the city and then you move down, you end up too. And within that, is there like something in that whole transition phase or now or even in last year that you're most proud of in your business? A moment that you feel like, yes, Claire, you are an absolute boss, babe. Look what you've done. <laughs> yeah, there is. And I suppose we'll go a little bit personal here. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we moved obviously from town to Delgany, which again was definitely like such a right move. But in the midst of all that, I obviously have mentioned previously that Rob was my partner at the time. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah, not. Yeah. So that's difficult. That's difficult. Yeah. Everything again happens for a reason. But when you're partners and then you have a business together it's quite a struggle maneuvering that um, and it didn't work out and that's totally fine yeah I can't um, even imagine that I, I had a quite a big breakup I was with someone for five years and and split and I just to add the breakup is so difficult yeah. and then to add a business in the middle of it yeah. probably was hard to kind yeah, of it is hard yeah. um but look we both wish each other well and we're still and some terms going to be in each other's lives. And, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that was really, really tough. So getting past that over the last two years has been like just for me something that I've realized I could do it. And like I feel really proud sitting here now. And OK, I've achieved it. Loads of crap went on along the way. Yeah. But I'm here. The businesses are flourishing. I'm really happy now and it's just really nice to sit back and see how things have grown or changed over the seven years. So I'm interrupting this amazing chat with Claire with a very quick ad break, Yoga with Maura. I myself, my yoga studio, sponsors this podcast. It is an online yoga studio and I'm offering 20% off your first month with the online studio or 20% off one of our lovely on-demand courses. So use the code podcast for 20% off. It's on yogawithmora.ie. You can find it there. You can find it through my Instagram, yogawithmora. And yeah, you can practice yoga from the comfort of your own home. We have an amazing beginners course. We have some 20 minute series courses, but we also have the daily online studio where all of the classes are live every single day. I myself teach about 80% of the classes and we have an amazing group of teachers that teach the rest. If the live times don't suit you, don't worry. You can do it whenever it suits you. All of the classes have seven day playback and I will see you on your mat. Let's get back to the chat with Claire. We're actually more successful now than we ever were. So yeah, it's great. Yeah, that's and I'm amazing. Really, really proud of that. Yeah, you should be proud of yourself. It is difficult to be a woman in business, you know. It is, it, yeah. You know, <laughs> at different times, I've found even myself, it can be easier for men and, and even in a partnership. And to be able to do it now yourself fully is just really, really cool. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm really proud. Yeah, well done. I'm proud of you too. <laughs> Thanks for getting a little bit personal. I feel, no worries. I feel like these are my talking chairs. I feel like they're actually starting to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're warming you them go. up for me. <laughs> and not a lot of people know that. So, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no, thanks for sharing that. 
that. I also just wanted to ask, obviously you have loads of staff that are helping you out and stuff, but I myself, I promote work-life balance even though my job is yoga, you know, teaching yoga, doing yoga, that's what I absolutely love. But I still struggle to get the balance. And I do struggle to wind down sometimes. The only thing that actually does take me in a moment is my yoga practice, but then I'm back doing more work. So I'd love to hear like, when is Claire able to switch off or what do you do? I feel like a key to your success or anyone's success is that they're able to have time away from it Yes, and really switch off I know myself, if I go away on a little holiday, I come back booming with ideas, you know, I get my best work done. Or even before I go away, I get my best work done, you know, trying to cram it all in. So I'd love to hear what does Claire do to to switch off and also get motivated? Yeah, this Wachi month was the first month I've ever taken a full week holiday switching off and the shops be open which was a big, big thing for me. So I'm still getting a handle on the work-life yeah, balance. Yeah. And I think I always will be. Um, Nine years in. Yeah. So um, I think it's definitely surrendering yourself a little bit to handing over responsibility. And I've definitely done that this year. And you worry because you're like, oh God, will someone do it as good as me? And like, I'm definitely someone that is very particular in what I want done and how I want it done. Yeah. But they will and they do. And you have to give that responsibility over to let someone else flourish. And that's a really nice feeling because I went on holidays. I didn't have to worry. I came back. The place was running better than ever. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I can, I can do this. This is good. I have my set routine and I think that routine really lets my brain switch off. I'm extremely lucky. I live like 200 metres from the sea. Oh, amazing. And I live like 400 metres from the shop in Greystones. So I get up in the morning, I go for my swim. I would say when the weather is not rough, it's a non-negotiable. I get up, I go for a swim and I go for a coffee and I have my little coffee squad of friends in the morning and we go, sometimes we might journal, sometimes we might just chat. And that's like my morning routine and it sets me up for the day. And even though I'm in the cafe having a coffee like nobody bothers me it's just my time yeah and then I have a few other things where like on a Friday night I go to the wine bar and I might bump into my dad and have a glass of wine with him or I have dinner with my friends and I happen to live with my best friend and then my other best friend is there all the time anyway so like we have our family dinners once a week and phones do not exist in that time And it's really like a two or three hour dinner where we just laugh, tell stories. And it's that time to just be present with good people and surrounding yourself with people that you can be honest with. And if you're having a a bad day, like you show up like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And that's kind of how I switch off and relax. And those times are just, if your phone's not there or nobody can reach you, like when I close the door, when I go into my house, you know, that door is closed. I don't think about work. Whereas I used to bring everything home with me. Yeah. And I never switched off. So now I've learned to kind of just switch off, take time for myself and enjoy that time and enjoy silence. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And you know what? It's like sometimes when you have that little sister tribe, you know, your your people that you can go to and you can forget about everything and they motivate you and you feel good and you're safe place. And I think that for some people, if you're hanging out with people that you feel like you can't speak your truth or really just let your, you know, you have maybe groups of friends that are your friends, but not like your good, good friends. I totally agree. Do you feel like you have definitely found it easier to switch off 
not to get like asked too many questions, but when you've now not with your partner that you take the business home at night, was it a little bit harder then to switch off or did you just have boundaries with that? No, we had no boundaries with that. Like work consumed every minute of every day with us. Um, yeah. But it was amazing and I like learned so much and I wouldn't change any of it because like it was a really great time and we did so many amazing things and like I hold so many happy memories. Love that. So I wouldn't change that. But personally, I think... I've learned boundaries now. I've learned the work-life balance. I'm still getting there, don't get me wrong. Like I still have my days where I probably didn't manage my time as well and I probably didn't manage the staffing that well and those things still creep up but it's learning them from those mistakes and then not letting them happen as not repeating them again repeating them. yeah exactly. yeah that's amazing yeah I feel like myself I work by myself 90% of the time I have got a team of yogis that help me with little things but they don't help with the day-to-day business so I sometimes feel within the evening I do take or my husband I haven't spoke to anyone all day yeah. so I'm like blah, 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 blah. <laughs> this has happened this has happened and then he's obviously he's not attached to the business so it's easy but I love that being able to just switch off and I, yeah. I definitely am someone that doesn't have my phone out when I'm with my friends it's one of my pet hates when people are with you and they're like scrolling I'm like am I boring you know to stay in the moment and we're so attached to our phones I think that's that's really powerful two years ago actually was it yeah two and a half years ago I did the do not disturb thing on my phone so from half six seven o'clock every night my phone goes on do not disturb and the only people that can reach me is my best friend the group chat at work just in case someone calls in sick god forbid or something happens yeah and my parents and that's it yeah I love that it is so nice because nobody can contact you and like yeah the group chat they might be having a conversation or having funny things but like I don't really need to engage in it like it doesn't really bother me but that's nice community feel for your staff yeah exactly and they have banter with each other and it's so funny but yeah I don't need to reply to texts or people can't call me and it's definitely a switch off moment which I found amazing I love that. Well, I actually only figured out about two weeks ago, my brother told me that you can choose certain people to be in the Do Not Disturb group. Yeah, I know. I was just shutting everyone out. <laughs> yeah, I know. So no, yeah, so I have a few people that can reach me and it's great. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah. Love that. This is a bit of a random one, but do you feel that anyone can be an entrepreneur or do you think, I want your honest answer now, Claire, you're laughing. My honest answer is no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's a few reasons and it's not that people probably don't have it in them, but it's hard work. Like yeah. it is really hard work. And at the start, it's long hours. There's very little money. It's not your nine to five. And I think you have to have that like inner drive and motivation. But you also have to have, I think, passion. You have to have a few different things that you're not doing it for the ego. You're not doing it to make loads of money. You're not doing it for freedom because all those things disappear straight away. (laughs) You know, I think a lot of people are starting businesses nowadays and I do think it's great because so many amazing companies are being, I think especially in COVID as well, so many like amazing creative quirky things were, were born and that's so brilliant. However, it is, as I said, a lot of hard work. You work tirelessly, I would say, 20 hours of the day you know know. there's loads of sleepless nights and there's a huge amount of responsibility that comes with it when you start hiring people and you know they expect 
their wages to be on on Thursday and you have to have those wages and there. you're supporting another household exactly, or a few yeah. you know exactly so it is a huge amount of responsibility and I think again Instagram sells this free life and you know you have no responsibilities and you have so much freedom when it's actually the polar opposite so I think <laughs> it definitely does suit some people it doesn't suit others and that's totally okay and I'm not saying don't give it a go because it is hard work, but it is extremely rewarding. Yeah, um, I completely agree with what you say. And I think a key as well, have an experience like you said you worked in that industry, you know, in a coffee shop for yeah. years. And I think you don't have to be an expert in the industry to create a business, but I think you need to have the work ethic in that industry. I worked in a few different corporate jobs before my yoga, even though they sound so different. It definitely helped me with the administration, the business side of things. And I feel like if you have worked in a job that you don't use any of your skills as someone that runs a company or whatever, a business or a sole trader, you kind of are going into something that is just totally over your head. Yeah. And funnily enough, I started my first business at 16 or 15 and I did kids pizza parties. Did you? Uh, yeah. And Love that. Nobody actually knows that. Well, like, sorry, not a lot of people know that. Uh, so there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so I always had like that, I think. It was in your blood. It was yeah, in exactly. You. Like my dad had his own business. And I remember going to my parents when I had like decided to do it. And my mom, the first thing she said was, are you sure you want to do this? You know how hard your dad works. You know that he doesn't get home till nine o'clock at night. He works on Saturdays and Sundays. Like she gave me all the negatives. Yeah, why not? <laughs> every, every, every negative. And then after the conversation, I was like, yeah, yeah, I still want to do it. And she was like, oh, okay. And my dad was like, great, unreal. <laughs> I love that. That's really good. And uh, that's a really good business even now. I had a nephew just recently had his fifth birthday. I a little pizza party there would be a great yeah. idea. Love that. It was that. really great. It wasn't very successful, but like, you know, I learned a lot yeah. from it. And it was an experience, yeah, wasn't an experience. it? experience, yeah. Absolutely love that. Okay. I suppose like going back, you've shared so much there and lovely little insights. I feel like lots of listeners will get lots from it. Do you feel like going back over the years of business, is there any major thing that you've said, wish I knew that now five years ago? There's two things. Okay, love this, love um, this. The first thing is, then they kind of go hand in hand. And there's something that still today I have to remind myself of. But it's okay to fail. Okay, yeah. because if you see one success story, they have probably most likely failed a thousand times before that one success story. And that is totally okay. And if not, they may have failed twice and then they have one success and then they might have another few failures and then another, you know, it yeah. goes in waves and it's okay when something doesn't work out, but just take what you've learned from it and then apply it to something else. Yeah. Um, and I think I had a real, and this is my next one, fear of failure when it's actually totally okay. It's not failure. It's just something didn't work out. And you know, you learn the most. If everything goes perfect all the time, you don't learn as much. But when no. things go crap or they fail, yeah. then you're like, okay, do not do that again. Or this time, I could, if I done X, Y, Z, I wouldn't have had that problem. Yeah, I had so many mistakes along the way, like so many. But it's so amazing to have learned from those mistakes and that is again totally okay and then to try and not fear fear <laughs> yeah yeah because I'm someone that really lets fear sometimes get in the way of me and it's I kind of have to check in every once in a while to be like don't be so fearful it's okay to be scared yeah because you're actually more driven when you're scared yeah and when you're scared it gives you that 
little kick up the bum to be you like, know, okay. and it's like getting out of the comfort zone. Just, just the other day, I was down in uh, Vico, hadn't been there since last year, I think. And usually I just jump off it when the tide is high. And I went down there and I was like, just suddenly my heart started beating. And I was like, oh my God, if I jump off that, I'm literally going to die. And this whole fear came over my body and then I was going to climb down the steps. I was like, Laura, no, yeah. no, no, this fear is, is healthy. So push myself now a few attempts and end up jumping off a couple of times. I know that's a bit random, but I no, feel but it like is. it just pushed me out of it. Afterwards, I was so proud of myself, so exhilarated. I was like, just goes to show the fear is good. If I didn't have the fear, I wouldn't have got the buzz from the jump <laughs> into totally the war. I agree, yeah. <laughs> and this relates to like even your, it doesn't have to go to business. It's like that, you know, you jumping off that or like if you're fearful to go for dinner by yourself, yeah. do it, go to the cinema. You know, all those little fears of day-to-day life are good because they'll push you out of your comfort zone. That's it. I'm um, all about dating yourself. I love yeah. it. I think it's so important. And as well, traveling by yourself. You know, yeah. I've someone that have done that a good bit over the years. And I remember in my late teens, I'd be so embarrassed if I was going to the cinema and waiting for my friends and they weren't there yet. Or I go in somewhere for lunch and then I had to be first at the table and I'd be like, oh, looking at my phone. Yeah. Now I'm like, I actually love having yeah. a little bit of time by myself. Yeah, it's, good. it's good. It's <laughs> good. Don't need people at all. Yeah. So fear and failure are two things that I think, again, I'm not perfect. I still have to check myself every once in a while with them but I wish I had known it just a little bit more when I started yeah but you know what Claire you're doing such an incredible job and I hope you do celebrate your success as well yeah that's one thing that I definitely um I'm learning to do I definitely was someone that as soon as I had something successful happened I never enjoyed those moments I really like pushed myself to the next thing yeah and for a long while whereas now when I have them I'm like oh okay enjoy this it's going well yes you know? sit with it you know <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So we, we were constantly we're always chasing the next best thing or the next little thing in business and sometimes you just have to stop look at your business and be like hold on look what I've done now yeah. people are coming in and I'm sure like you have your little morning ritual for yourself but I'm sure Fat Fox is a massive part of so many people's rituals catch-ups like it, it's a place where people I just associate coffee shops with friends yeah you know and you go there you connect you have your little bit of cake you get your coffee or your tea and that's what it's all about so yeah. it's a real powerful community place yeah so well done anyone that's in Greystones call in <laughs> <laughs> definitely call in yeah no it is and like I, I'm I'm extremely proud of it I actually went on a retreat last week or the week before last amazing um, yeah and obviously when you arrive it's loads of strangers and randomers you're getting to know each other and there's people from like the states New Zealand the UK it was Love like that. it was really cool but when you start telling people your story it's really nice to sit back and be like wow okay I've actually achieved that or you know those yeah. small little moments to be like pat yourself on the back yeah definitely retreats are especially for that kind yeah, of thing exactly, you know yeah. and they're definitely something that did you go on your own or did you go with friends yeah so I went on my own now I did know the people running it but yeah, yeah so yeah it was good no that's powerful yeah. love that love that you've been on retreat as well I'm all about the retreats I'm always like to people retreat yourself yeah. <laughs> retreat yourself we're nearly there Claire but there's a little segment in this podcast yeah. I know you've given us a good old story from from your time in um, LA but if you got any little mini little story that you can share with us maybe it's someone that's come into your shops or someone that you've met that kind of connection or something with your staff or any little mini story that you could give us I suppose for me I think the story is mainly like the day-to-dayness of it. And what I mean by that is I would say the five closest people in my life are all friends that I've made through the Fafox. And 
those people are like so amazing in their own way. They're like very, you know, motivated, driven from all different walks of life. And you have no idea who's going to come through your door and you have no idea the impact that you're going to make on someone's life when you have that small interaction with them, which I think is extremely powerful. And also there's some great stories in the sense that people have made friends from the shop. I set my friend up with someone. They're now in a relationship. Oh my God, it's a matchmaking place they, as well. <laughs> they have their own business together. It's like a true love story. Yeah. And then there's people that... Oh my God, I think I know who that is. <laughs> I actually do. I know who that is. Rachel and Kev. Yeah, they don't, they don't I follow Rachel. <laughs> She's so lovely. I love it. They don't it. mind me saying it. Oh my God, that's amazing. They, they own the, the beautiful Tipperary. Yeah. Is it Fetch yet? Yeah. Oh my God, so, you're the start of that love story. And and I have to say, I'm obsessed with the doggy stories that she yeah, shares. Really <laughs> I love good, that. Yeah. But you know what? That I'm going to like, I have some really close friends that are single. I'm like, so you go to the Fat Fox sure. and you could be set up with your partner you could also be inspired to start a business <laughs> that's <laughs> well, yeah. amazing and people have made not like, just coffee great yeah great <laughs> friendships and I myself have made so many great friends human connection that's what it's all about you yeah. know and I just think that these little like I, I do a lot of my teaching is online but I do these sunrise events and people have made friendships from them and come together and that's what it's all about that's so what life's nice. about yeah, isn't exactly. it yeah um, and it was interesting because when I was on that retreat I said that to someone she said that she finds it really difficult to make friends yeah and she lives in Seattle and I was like is there a local coffee shop you could go to and she was like what do you mean is there a local coffee shop I could go to I was like go to your local coffee shop and just sit there and have a coffee and you might if you do it enough see the same faces you might get chatting to someone and like create a friendship or like go for a walk we had this girl Jilly who used to work for us and she was amazing she used to walk the same route every day yeah and if she passed you once she would say hello if she passed you twice like in a week or two, she'd say, how are you? And then the third time she'd stop you and ask you her name. And she's like created the most amazing friendships oh in Greystones. And she knows the whole town because of this like thing she does. Oh God, I'm going to try that. So hi. Hi. Yeah. How are you? Because if you do the same route every day, yeah. most likely you're going to pass the same faces. I feel there. like ever since I got a dog, it's like top, yes. especially if someone else has a dog you're like oh yeah and you have like a little <laughs> mine's yeah, a bit yeah. mad <laughs> you know when you exactly yeah so yeah so hi how are you and then just be like oh do you mind me asking your name and then you might create a little friendship and you know it's just nice to be able to say oh hi Mary and have that like little moment because Mary might not have said hello to anybody all day I know yeah yeah no I love that that's so powerful yeah no thank you so much Claire you shared so much there and what I'm doing is I am closing each of the podcasts with a little meditation I did tell you that before yeah, I love a meditation I love that love it's that great. So, so it's only just going to be for literally two three minutes and I'm just going to ask you to I'm very cozy in this chair but relax your shoulders and close down your eyes and just take a moment to breathe in and breathe out Allowing your shoulders to soften a little bit more down your back. And see, can you just focus on taking that breath through your nose, inhaling through the nostrils, sending the breath right down past the back of your throat to your lungs, maybe your belly expanding and slowly exhale. And just take a moment to notice your fingertips. Maybe sending your breath all the way down past your shoulders, elbows to your fingertips. 
on exhaling. And then notice your toes, wherever they are. Seeing, can you make that breath a little longer to go a little further to your toes, breathing in. All the way down to the tips of your toes and breathing out. And just taking a moment now to feel your body by noticing your spine. Sitting tall. And today we choose calmness, breathing in calmness. And breathing out light. Breathe in. Breathe out. And just embracing the stillness for another few moments with your breath. And then slowly take your two hands together in front of your belly or your heart. Let's rub our hands. Let's collect that new energy. Thank you for inspiring me, Claire. Thank you for sharing your story. And when you feel a little warmth in your hands, place them over your face and breathe in. Blink open and come back to your light, your calmness. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs>